Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've got Bonnie Mae coming on. She's doing some great things out there in the music world. And we're excited to hear parts of her story and talk some music and see where yes. this goes. So Bonnie Mae, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Chris and Sandy. It's a pleasure being here. And hello, How are everyone. you doing on this great MLK Day? Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, we're down in South Florida, so the weather is, as always, beautiful. A little humid. Wow. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Now, as you know, this time period is tough for a lot of people, it especially is. in their. I mean, it's like COVID has affected the entertainment world like nothing before. I mean, mm -hmm. it, when you look at all the industries out there, I think the entertainment world got crushed the most. Yeah. So how has COVID affected you? And what have you been doing to kind of maneuver through that? Well, uh, you know, obviously we were all hoping at the beginning of last year that it was going to be just a few weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. at first you're kind of just hunkering down, doing what you can, making sure you're keeping yourself and everyone safe, right? And yeah. we're like, okay, it's just, it's just a little bit, no biggie. It's a little vacay. We could all use it. Uh, but as <laughs> things go on, I realize it's really mind over matter. And I think that's, if having that mentality in anything is going to yeah. get you somewhere in life. So when we realized that, you know, it was going to be a little bit of time before we got out there again, I was like, all right, I could either sit at home and do nothing or I can adapt and change what, my, how I'm going to uh, get, reach out all my fans. Uh, so we mostly used to do a lot of live shows. Uh, mm -hmm. I took everything online, you know, and I think all musicians started to do that. I, I, I wanted to still make it all pretty. So um, I actually have a background in woodworking. So oh. I, uh, I, I went out and I went to um, find uh, pallets in the back of warehouses, uh, stores, mm -hmm. and I built a pallet backdrop uh, the huh. beginning of last year. I, we, and then we set up camp in, at my studio and we just started doing live streams. We started doing songs that really connected with people and what they were going mm -hmm. through at that time. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I just used that opportunity to really talk with everybody. And it was the most beneficial thing I could have done. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really blessed with the uh, fan base and community that has built on my page uh, since the beginning oh, wow. of the year. Uh, just to put into perspective, we looked at where my page was at. Um, I had uh, 2,500 people in the beginning of last year. And right mm -hmm. now, our community has grown to 125,000 people. Wow. And oh, wow. Yeah, and and the 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 stories that these people tell me how they pour out their heart feels like it just it, it's really a community and I'm so blessed for everyone. And that's the power of music. It is. Yes. Yes. Truly <laughs> is. You know, and I I I like to pull aspects from um the classics, you know, the the, the mm -hmm. golden era of music. So sixties, seventies, eighties and the, this was the era of great storytelling. So a lot of the yeah. music, the covers, the renditions I do, uh, pull from that element. And I like to sing uh, something that, you know, in, in the beginning of COVID, for example, we first song I did was uh, Can't Find My Way Home, Blind Faith. And oh, I think wow. we could all relate to how, how we felt at that moment. Like, what is going on? You know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. it got people talking. And yeah, like I said, they just, they, they've opened up and it's wonderful. Love that. Um, you know, we launched our show January of last year, before, right before COVID. We did. And I remember when we launched, the, the plan was 100 interviews first year. We thought if we did that, 
we would lay the foundation of yeah. our show for the first year. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And I told Sandy, I was like, you know, um, there may be an opportunity here for us because artists like you are going to need a place to talk. Because like, I'm like, you know, because we were having to, one of the biggest things with a brand new show is nobody really has time for you, you know, yeah. because again, you know, they have to pick and choose what shows they go on. And I'm like, you know what, we'll, we'll probably get people we normally would not be able to get because everybody has had to slow down so mm -hmm. we stepped it up and because of that we've done over 300 shows last year wow good job guys. you know actually <coughs> i remember i was looking at your uh the, the little bio on your page too and it it really reminded me and resonated with uh, my own story of um <laughs> basically you know stopping for there was a moment of needing to have a breath and then revisiting what is your your passion and and look where your uh, persistence has gotten you to right now you know so that's great yeah because we never ima imagined it's like you know we had a two o'clock interview earlier with an actress mm -hmm. who's an actress and a singer and mm -hmm. and you know when we first started the whole thing was just a rising country music interview show it was. and and i know some people are upset with us because you know they're like we're leaving our original mission and i feel like that we're not leaving it, that God's just rising it up to a bigger mission, which is the entertainment world in general. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and, and when we were all uh, denied, I guess, that entertainment, that aspect <laughs> in our life, we realized how truly important it is to, to everyone, you know, just to, to get you through, especially for those yep. people that do like a grind nine to five and, and if you don't have any kind of outlet to express yourself, what, mm -hmm. what is there? So the fact that you opened it up for every kind of entertainment just to show how the arts is so important to your life, that's wonderful. And, and, and you know, it was kind of a strategic move because we had our biggest uh, month of interviews in August, 44. Mm -hmm. And September, I was trying to book people. And I've noticed the booking started slowing down. Mm -hmm. And with the problem I was running into is a lot of artists were starting to have gigs again last September. Mm -hmm. And so I told Sandy, you know, I got so used to doing this all the time. How are we going to fill those holes up? And then that's when oh, I had yes. this crazy mm -hmm. idea. Like, you know what? Let's open the doors some and bring some actors. And, I, you know, I knew we made some content, great contacts within the music PR world. I was like, well, maybe we can make some contacts in the acting world too. And it's funny because now we've got, you know, PR contacts in Nashville, LA and New York. Oh, okay. yes. We never would imagine. Oh, wow. wow. And you know, <laughs> and I, I, I can tell you now, uh, because of that drive, a year from now, it's gonna be like tenfold. You just with, with who knows where it's gonna take you. Who, who knows, oh, as long, anything you do in life, if you just stick to it, you're gonna oh. succeed. Yeah, because I can't say who, but there's like two or three really big um, actresses and that we might have a chance yes, to get on and, um, by June Ooh. or so. So we're excited about that. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you so, know, that's that's uh, the same with right now. That's what we're saying. We're like, see how it goes. We've got so many plans <laughs> for we got so many plans for this year. We had so many plans last year. Last year was supposed to be, you know, 2020 is my year. Everything uh -huh. gets pushed back, but same thing. We've got uh, we've got tours lined up. I know a lot of people have been asking, like, what are you going to do? And mm -hmm. we are planning to actually get out on the road and tour, uh, but we're putting it all, um, we're laying it all out right now. So yeah. we don't know right now, but 
when you follow uh, on the social media, we'll, we'll yeah. keep you in, in check with that. Yeah. And the good thing is that you've got a plan where, okay, if this works, we're going this way. If you, if, if yeah. the lockdowns happen, we're going this way. So the, the yeah. great thing is now, you know, since we've been this long uh, under the quarantine and all that, that you kind of know, okay, the signs of, okay, where we better start moving this way a little bit. <laughs> What's the plan? Plan A, plan B. <laughs> Which door? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so when um, you know, a lot of people they like to ask, you know, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that it could actually be a career for you? Great question. Because I, I think everyone would say, oh, you know, I was born to sing, or when I was little. <laughs> when I knew I was going to sing, let's see, I. I would have to say the funny thing is, is I, I had given up. Um, I'd always been a singer all my life, just, you know, in my closet. I, uh, and when I came out of high school, I was, I had doubt, I had fear. I thought yeah. that maybe I couldn't make it. So I tried to do the nine to five job or I, I went to college instead yeah. for a woodworker, like I said. Yeah. Um, and as I was doing that nine to five job, I kept finding that no matter what I was still recording, making songs in my, in my bedroom, you know, doing anything I could. So I kind of was like, if I've, you know, outwardly given up this career, why am I still doing it? There was this tether. Yeah. No matter what I was doing in life, it just, it, I couldn't get rid of this, this moment. So uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, what happened, I, I used to, I was working, um, I actually used to work at Home Depot when I was uh, like in college and I met this guy who, uh, made like music you know instrumentals and stuff and as soon as i laid down my first like professional track i was like this is it oh wow this is what i need to do um so after after high school after working in the field for of woodworking for a few years um i just again it was that fear like can i actually do this full time and i realized by being half one foot in one foot out if I wanted to do it, I needed to go all in. Um, so about three years ago, I met up with my uh, team now, Sound Business Recordings, and they're down here in uh, South Florida, and now I'm from Canada. So they asked me, they're like, well, what are you doing down or up there? You should be down here making music. And I'm like, I think you're right. So I gave up my job. I quit everything wow. I knew. I packed up, and I made a new life down here, and I've been doing it. 24 7 ever since and wow. i'm wow. so glad that i did i'm so glad that i did yeah, yeah talking about that aha moment I yeah kinda, you know i kind of get what you're saying there because you know now granted we did some interviews back in 2014 2015 yeah we did. but they weren't like the structure and all yeah. that it was where I, we interviewed people and then we wrote it out and i hated that <laughs> um mm-hmm. but i remember our first show on january 3rd we had ashlyn grace and ava page on as our first two guests. And I remember after the show, I was like, okay, this was what I was meant to do. I just knew it. <laughs> yeah. If it feels good and it makes you happy, do it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So it's, you know, what surprised you the most since you've been full time? What's surprised me? Yeah. Mm, what has surprised me? <laughs> It takes a lot to surprise me, to be honest. Uh, I, I, 
I try to keep an open mind with everything that comes my way. <laughs> and you know, if if I if I presented a hurdle, I'm more of like a problem solver, kind of just like last yeah. year. Yeah. You know, I so I just kind of take a breath in. I I can't say too much of like a surprise. Well, I, I think what I can say is that as like as something that was a positive surprise. Um, I feel like I've lost all all sense of time after 2020, but it was uh, 20, 2019, uh, actually, I was at the opening for, um, they have a hard rock uh, hotel down here, and mm -hmm. they have a guitar that they've made. I don't know if you've seen pictures of this thing, but it is just wild. Yeah. So they had the grand opening mm -hmm. for this guitar hotel, and I ran into uh, Johnny Depp and Joe Perry from Aerosmith oh, wow. while I was there. Wow. And it was like, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know how this happened, but we ended up jamming and, oh, wow. and you know, we did this little impromptu jam and we're singing uh, Roadhouse Blues, The Doors uh, in front of like, a little <laughs> crowd of people. And I was like, what is going on right now? But this is so cool. So that was like a, that was a, that was a great surprise moment. And it just, you know, I think in this industry, you never know what and when something's going to happen, but just always be ready for anything. I <laughs> love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carrie. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level when it comes to entertainment and especially music. Now, I always want to talk about that side of it. Nobody talks about that side. Everybody talks about what's great and we'll get there. We'll talk about some great moments like, you know, but I like to go the other way too. Yeah. Um, a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Alice and Steele from two Steele girls. And at that time they were full time with music. And I'll never forget. I asked Allison what advice she'd given up and coming artists. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, this, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time, but if you can see yourself doing something else, Go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, everything changes. Everything, everybody kind of owns a piece of you. You no longer own your life. Your friends and relatives, they never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode at the beginning of your career, especially at the beginning of your career, you have to say no to everything. Because you never know what's going to happen. You can't say no to gigs. You can't. You don't want to be the artist that cancels a gig, even if it's their wedding day. You can't cancel a gig because fifty people on the line that want that gig. Then your family has to sacrifice. You know, they have to kind of boot you out the door and say, "Okay, world, she's yours." Uh, I mean, and they have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So they sacrifice. But but then she added, "But if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in." Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever become worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side of it a little bit. I think very wise and nailed it. Um, if you want to do this as a career, it, it really is a marriage. You are married to this. Um, and I had this talk with my family as well because, you know, they're all back in Canada and and i've missed some very important things because i'm here doing that grind just like any business mm -hmm. you know and they, i think yeah. they say like first five years of building it it's your baby and you've got to be there um because you never know uh mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. she, she's bang on you you need to give it all all up and it it like i said it is 24 7. when i'm when i wake up the first thing i do is um 
I meditate. I do my self affirmations to get my day started. Then I go and I start checking uh, the comments that we do because I personally go and I answer comments to every single person. And I think that's oh, wow. why our community is so close because they're like, wow, mm -hmm. you actually spend time to talk to us to get to know us. And I yeah. do, I know, mm -hmm. I know the lives of like everybody that is on my community page. And that's oh, wow. why I think they open up to you because you know, showing, showing love and care to your community, your fan base is, is beyond anything most important because without them, you're nothing. Um, yeah. So yeah. always, always remember to have the time for that. So there, I do that. Then, you know, I have to, uh, I'm the studio. I'm always making new music. Um, I'm always editing music. Um, if I'm not, I'm rehearsing. If I'm not rehearsing, I'm, uh, the list goes on and on. So it is, it, it is a 24 seven. And, and then by the end of the day, I'm, I'm on there at the very end of the day, still writing back to comments for like three hours sometimes, if I have the time. Which I have a lot more time because we're not out doing tours or shows. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I can remember. Um, I guess about a year ago, maybe less than that. But I always, you know, I never had email on my phone. I I, I did that on purpose mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't um, have access to that until I got home. But then one day I finally said, you know what? I think um, the yeah. show's growing. It was, and I'm like, okay, I may need to reach out to somebody when we're driving. So I added email in there and now I'm like, I can't believe I ain't done this sooner because <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, it's a, it's one of them double edged yeah. swords. It's like, you don't want it to take over your life, but man, yeah. sometimes there's those emails where, you know, I have to respond, especially when you're doing what we do, oh, of course, you yeah. know, where, where you might have a bigger artist that says, yes, they can do it. And, and, and if you wait to the next day, they I'm might have the time that, you know, mm -hmm. that you, that you needed, you know, yep. <laughs> yeah. time sensitive timing, timing is key. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm the same with you. If I, if I could, I would not have this phone. Like I got it right here. Always, no matter <laughs> what, it, it's like, it's, it's tethered to your hip. And I wish I didn't have to, but in this technology yeah. media yeah. kind of world and, and especially more so now, because the only way we can connect and talk with people is is through you know social media, through internet, through technology. Um, there's no getting around it. If I could have yeah, someone do like, it, uh, that's yeah. like I remember um, you told me you talking about timing is everything. I remember, and I won't say who because everybody knows who this person is. But I remember one of the artists I was trying to get on our show. And she's not like one of the big artists, but she's one of the big rising artists, right? Yeah. Now. And I remember reaching out to her team and they're like, well, she's booked for two weeks. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why can't you book me beyond that? I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And so two weeks later, PR companies probably hate me sometimes because I reach back two weeks later. Oh, yes. Said, yes. Um, okay, how about now? Oh, she's booked for next two weeks. So two weeks later, how about now? I would, you know. And, and all of a sudden, one of the emails they sent back and they said, um, I'll make sure that if a spot opens up, I'll let you know. That told me that I was probably pushing my limits then. Okay. But right, right. the funny part but was about three or four days later, I got an email from that person saying, OK, we've got one spot that just opened up. Take it or leave it. Well, uh, yeah, so, and, <laughs> and we so we had um, a dentist appointment for little Chris. Yeah, we moved that dentist appointment. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a major surgery. You know what? It yeah, wasn't yeah. Emergency. 
but it's yeah. just a checkup type thing. Yeah. yeah. So, we've moved, uh, so we've moved his, his appointment to like the following week so that we can make sure that we can get that one done. Yes. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the funny thing about it. And you know, it's it, like you said, he didn't have a, he didn't have major surgery, so he just needed to brush his teeth a little bit more. That's no exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we talked about the sacrifice side and the things that you kind of right. have to do if you're going to make it, no matter what you what you're doing, let's talk about the glory side a little bit. Tell us a few moments, mm -hmm. uh, and I know you already told us one really great moment that was really awesome. Yes. But tell us a couple moments where you're like, look back, you're like, wow, that happened. Um. So. Let's first just to go on with that. Like I'll say that um, just to get out of the way. That last year when we were putting out all these covers uh, or renditions of of songs that people were requesting, I, uh, mm -hmm. a few other recognitions that I ended up getting. Well, one being we put out that uh, we released that video with Johnny Depp and Joe Perry. The Doors estate page actually picked it up. They reposted it on oh, their right. page oh, so wow. all other people could see it. So that was a great uh, thing. And then we had the same ripple effect where I did uh, a Grace Slick song and Grace Slick endorsed it and put it on her page. And then the same thing with Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin's page oh, wow. did the same oh, thing. Wow. We have been all of last year just because I was go, 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 go. And we put it out and they, they're like this. It, that was like a kind of wow moment for me. Um, wow. But, you know, to me, I, I don't. Like that just that just comes with me just doing what I'm doing anyways, right? That just kind of happened. But like wow moments for me aren't superficial like that. Um, wow moments for me are when I've done a song or one of my own songs that I'm mm -hmm. getting messages mm -hmm. from people talking to me about it and saying how uh, they can relate to my own music, that it mm -hmm. spoke to them and it helped them get them through uh, what they're going through in their life. That to me is what being a musician, being an influencer or, you know, in, in any form of limelight is, is all about when you can connect with other mm -hmm. human beings and, and relate on that basic level, that is what life is about. And that is like, that's why I do what I do. And that is, that made me realize that, yes, I'm, I made the right decision in coming to the States. I love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists like you, but they don't see the teams behind the artists. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the teams get enough love out there. So I want to make sure on our yeah. show that they get the love that they deserve. So if you want to take a few moments, just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. So I I am so blessed. And uh, now my team is actually a very small, small mm -hmm. organization. There are three of us. Still it team. is me. It is, but you know, uh, keep your keep your circle small and and strong. My uh, mm -hmm. so my co-producer, co-writer uh, is named Sean Sloan. Uh, he's with Sound Business Recordings, and uh, I have another manager who he likes to stay ghost. I don't. He doesn't like his name being said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's over there right now. So, but uh, he who shall not be named, who is wonderful. Um, Sound Business Recordings, they are my rock and I am so blessed to have them a part of my team because without them, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And it, what's great, as you you both must know, you, with anything, uh, what you do, you might have down days and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, but you've got that person there to bounce it back off and be like, no, like encourage you, come on, we'll do it, let's go, let's go, we can do this. So with having more people, uh, it, it, it just helps, you know, dream, 
dream makes the what is what do they say? Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> the dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So, yeah. 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 Um, and other other than that, I I also work with a lot of uh, just uh, wonderful musicians all across the board uh, in not just uh, South Florida, but you know we just recently posted a. Um, a rendition of a Joni Mitchell song, and I, I had met up with this young lad in uh, San Antonio. So what I also love about mm -hmm. this job is I am going from like place to place, meeting right. musicians all over the place, and just vibing and creating new sounds. So um, just big shout out to everyone that I work with. You know, I'm blessed. Being a musician is a traveler's dream. Yes, that's all I want to do. <laughs> I just want to see the world by singing and dancing with everybody. <laughs> you know, we you know we're hoping one day, whether it's this year, next year, one of the summers, where maybe we could find a sponsor that would do this, get an RV and just tour the country with the and have the Chris and Sandy show tour where we go to different oh, cities yes. and interview people on the spot that are That's artists perfect. and actors and stuff. That's perfect. Perfect. Do it. Do it. <laughs> we will. As soon as it's safe. Yeah. Wherever, wherever I'm at, we can uh, we can reconvene maybe and then do this one-on-one uh, -on -one or face-to-face. -face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, sounds great. <laughs> and, and, you know, speaking of teams, we, oh, have, a, yes. we have a third co-host that we allow, we our nine-year-old son that we yes, allow to come on the show. Chris? Ask one or two mm -hmm. questions. So I'll go get him. <laughs> so going to get him. And we've got a 22-month-old little daughter that, you well, know, she's right now. Thanks. When she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show, too, because we are a family affairs show. I love that. I love that. Um, you know, and I, I, I looked at uh, other interviews that you've done. And like I said, I truly I was touched by your story uh, with, with your upcomings uh, in, in just going for what it is that you believe in. And the fact that you were getting your, your kids involved in it at such a young age is fantastic. That's all I need. You know, it's the confidence. <laughs> Hell, thank you. We couldn't imagine either way. Well, hi. Hi, Bonnie. So what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Yes. Oh, definitely pizza. Mm. I, I I love cheese pizza. What about you? Mine mine is pizza. <laughs> Wonderful. One the same, huh? Yeah, yeah. the same. <laughs> and what kind of pizza? Mm, uh, pepperoni. Nice. I, I like to have mine stuffed crust. You know, that's the more cheese, the better. <laughs> oh, he loves that too. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, one more question. Uh, one right? more question. Yes. So, what's your favorite song? My favorite song. Well, I would have to. I can't even say. I don't have a favorite song because I have so many great influences. If, if, I honestly don't. I, I could, uh -huh. in my head right now, I'm thinking of so many. I have, you know, I, I listen to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Do you know, you know, Fleetwood Mac or Led Zeppelin? Well, yeah, I remember <laughs> Dim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love Dolly Parton. Like, I could I could name lots of artists that I like, but no favorite song. <laughs> Maybe I could say my favorite song right now is my song echoes so if you haven't heard it yet maybe you should listen to it <laughs> check it out yes. right? yeah. and, and what's your favorite say, song uh, my favorite song is one man band from old dominion nice you have good music because huh? <laughs> yes. your mom and dad 
<laughs> you know what's funny is when Sandy was pregnant with him, I remember she would play music to her stomach. She goes, my little boy is going to love country music. Mm-hmm. And and she's, you know, not that she regrets it, but now it's like when she wants to hear some pop music or whatever, he's like, well, that's not real music. He's all, yeah, it's like, turn it back to country, you know? <laughs> and also, you like all music, and, you know, he, yeah. he's like, he wants it back on country. <laughs> Well, you know what? Uh, that you you have good taste. I think yeah. country music's the best. So, who's your favorite country artist? Mm. Uh, Old Dominion. Old Dominion is nice. And do you play any instruments or anything of the like? Not yet. Uh, not yet. But soon not I yet. will. Yeah, he wants to learn the guitar, so we got to get. Yeah, him one. he wants guitar lessons. Well, I'll, I'll tell you uh, that's a perfect op. That's a perfect instrument for. Uh, for country music, and the sooner you learn, the better. It's gonna be very hard in the beginning, but just keep practicing, I promise uh-huh. you. How old are you again? I am nine. You're nine, you're I, perfect yeah. age for playing. Yes, yep. and I just turned nine. Oh, like recently? Uh-huh. One week ago. One week ago. Oh, you're fresh, happy birthday, happy okay. belated birthday. <laughs> Okay. Uh, bye. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. And, and you know, like with you know, we're, we're planning on eventually moving to Nashville, and you know, and he, if he wants to, you know, we try, we're going to try to get him into like guitar stuff and maybe golf yeah. too. Yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, so yeah, he can yeah, yeah. Play. But Caitlin, you know, she like dances everything. She's like 22 million. Oh, so yeah, we're like, okay, she loves, when she's three, music. we know she's going into dance and we'll see where that goes. Oh yeah, she's always dancing. Whatever she nice. is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old musical entertainment family. I love it. Yeah, it's funny. It. Don't be the entertainment. We just talk. Yeah, <laughs> we love being surrounded by it. But we love yeah. it all. Yes, we do. Wonderful. Wonderful. So if you could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about? Very hard. Very hard. <laughs> you know, um, if I could co-write with anybody... Other than my wonderful partner Sean Sloan, I just have to give him that right. shout out. You know, I would, I would, be, I wouldn't be anywhere without him. Um, I let's. I'm trying to think of uh, artists that means some. You know, I would love to actually make music with Dolly, Dolly Parton. Um, growing up, I absolutely adore her. I think she just radiates sunshine and positivity yeah. and she is such a fantastic storyteller. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so just to be, if I had a writing session with her and could do something with her, I'd be over the moon. That would, that would be really awesome. Now there are probably a thousand answers to this question. Just think of the first thing that pops in your head. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what is a song that you've heard out there that you wish you wrote? A song that I wish I wrote, honestly, and it, D- Code of Many Colors, Dolly Parton. Oh, yes. uh, another Beautiful Dolly. Song, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's a good song, mm-hmm. Which I also have a rendition of on my uh, my social media. Go to Facebook. Oh, wow. Awesome. You'll see it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
that that's a wonderful, wonderful story. It gives me chills. It makes me want to cry. Anything that can bring emotion out in you, you know, it's great, great story or great. Yeah, most definitely. Because mm -hmm. if music don't move you, then you're not doing it right. You got that right. Uh, or you could be a dead soul on the inside too. Because again, you know, it may not be the artist. It could be the person. <laughs> mm -hmm. True. True. Um, so this past last February made the five year anniversary mm -hmm. that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest that same question, because the answer she gave us five years ago, which is almost six now, next month yeah. will be six years, is almost to the T of what she's living now. So wow. she knew where she was going and she was heading that way. Knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? In five years, I want to continue doing what I'm doing. I want to have traveled. Um, I'll have already been through all the states. I want to. I want to do North America. I want to see Europe. Uh, travel through Europe. I want to have um, at least five albums under mm -hmm. my belt. We already have. You know, just. Uh, in the middle of last uh, last year, we we put out our first album, Demands and Desires, and I already have two on the the go to come out this year. So I think I'm doing good on that for the five year plan. I'm probably going to exceed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I you know, and at, at the end of the day, I also just I know that you're saying like to have goals, but I like to also I'm a very free spirit. I like to keep things open and yeah. my just yeah. to keep my opportunities open mm -hmm. um, for what's going to come my way. Yeah. More, more importantly than anything, I just want to make sure <laughs> that no matter what, I'm always having fun. Yeah, I don't exactly. want, so you know, yeah. although this is like a, a 24 seven career, uh, as soon as it's not fun anymore, it's not worth all that amount of time. So I have to make sure that in five years, I'm still grinding as hard, but I'm still having fun. You know, speaking that, I remember I've got some mm -hmm. uh, motivational speaker friends. And I remember asking one guy, does he have to still getting butterflies and nervousness when he goes on stage? Because he speaks in front of 20,000 plus people. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, yes, I still get butterflies. He says, the day I don't get butterflies is the day I quit. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. And that's so true. Um, you have to have that level of um, un uneasiness because that means you're always going to be striving for better. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what he was saying because he said he's uh, the audience's hearts are on the line here. Yeah. And it's my job to move them. And if I'm not moved myself, then I'm not going to be able to move them. Yeah. And that's absolutely. And I, I, I kind of go with that on the daily with all the mm. content. Like, we put out new videos every week uh, okay. for for our community, um, and it might be one of my originals, or it's a it's a rendition that someone has requested. And I put my my heart and soul into every performance um, to make sure that I'm giving the best content I can all the time. And yeah. and yeah. that's also why I I comment everybody too, because as soon as you don't care anymore, no one else is going to care. Yep, I mm -hmm. love that. Now, speaking of the future, let's say that we're 15 years down the road. You're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you today remind her? What would I remind her 15 years from now? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a success, and and you're you're you, and you and you're talking to your future self, and and you're trying to remind her because she's big now. Right, is uh, stay humble. Um, always, you know, love yourself. Uh, main love for your fans and and your family. Make sure, as much as you are uh, enjoying your career, make sure that you are having time to spend with your loved ones. Love that. Yeah. <clears throat> Sandy's got a few questions. Yeah, a couple. Right. If you could describe your music to someone who's never heard it before, how would you describe it? I guess you could say it is country rock Americana. Oh, I love ah, that. I love that answer. All right. And what do you want your legacy to be as an artist? What do you want to be known for? I want to be known for loving and caring for everybody. I want to be known not because of, you know, the way I look or um, what I did, like, you know, what um, achievements I made in music. It's what did I do with that platform um, to be able to change for for the greater good. That's really what matters to me. I love that. So as we come down to the last question here, um, speaking of advice here, yeah, let's say you had a friend of yours that you heard and you and you've heard him or her sing and they've got something special. Simon Cowell would say they mm-hmm. definitely have that it factor. They've played maybe 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. But they've gotten on stage. They got what every artist says, that stage bug. And they just they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them. They just know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Bonnie Mae. I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next couple of years? What advice I would give them is be true to yourself. Make sure you're having fun. Um, do it your way because you are an individual. There's nobody like you. And you know, if it's one thing to have inspirations from other people, but you are your own artist, so be that. Um, you know, and, and along the way, no matter who you are, you're always going to have people that are going to want to put you down mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. egos and jealousy. Uh, but don't look to that way. You look to all the people that love you mm-hmm. because that is where you shine. And just keep, keep going. I love that. And, you know, you, you keep speaking of fun and all that. My motto has always been have fun make money, make a difference. And if you can do all three in the same thing, even better. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to tell everybody how they can reach out to you, that'd be great. Yeah. So um, really, if you type in my name, Bonnie May, B-O-N-N-E-M-A-I-Y, on all platforms, I have my own website. Uh, We have Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you name it. you can find all of my stuff there. Uh, and I know I'm really bad at doing this, but I'll show you this. During, in the midst of COVID, we actually put out my album, oh, Demands wow. and Desires. Oh. And there are 16 songs on this uh, wow. about uh, pouring what, you know, my heart, uh, my experiences um, as well. So you can find that on bonniemay.com. And other than that, come to my page. Like I said, we put new stuff out every week. And say hi. I will message you back. 
uh, not in DMs. My DMs are way too too. Uh, too uh, yeah. I can't get to those. But uh, right. in the comments section, that's the thing. I have so much in the mm -hmm. comments section. Write, write a comment. I will get back to you. <laughs> awesome. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the we show did. today. We definitely look forward to having you back. Well, thank you so much, Chris and Sandy. I I, I love this. And also say hello again to uh, little Chris. <laughs> we will. Yes. Have a great day. Thanks.